make a video. It's been a little breaky break, but we are back. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Unapologetically Melanated. Melanated. We miss y'all. We have. Hope y'all missed us. I know a few of y'all reached out to me. We're Same. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So instead of wins and losses, maybe we can just kind of talk about what's been going on since the last episode. Yes. Just a little catch up moment because yeah, life, I'll, I'll basically. Go first. Okay. So for me, my business started to increase a little bit. So I had... Mm-hmm. More clients, just more responsibilities. Been trying to work on like the background of the bit, like the structure and the organization. So just needed to take time to get that situated. Mm-hmm. So. Low key, same for myself. Uh, like literally, the brand deals this year, I've had like way more on my hands than I usually would. So I feel like it's just kind of getting adjusted to. Mm-hmm having like consistent back-to-back like content that's due Do, yeah like content it's like it's just it's one thing for it to be uh like my authentic like not my authentic but just like my regular content that i just post for whatever verse organic content anyways mm-hmm. versus like always having like something that's due like deadlines so i feel like that's packed on more for me as well so i feel like my business picked up yeah. as well and just also trying to I feel like just adulting life as well. Just trying to figure out how I'm going to do all that and, and fit the podcast yeah, manage. in. So we wanted to make sure that like we were giving the podcast our all. And like mm-hmm. just for a month, we had to put our business yeah. to first. So yeah, I yeah. feel like we both just kind of like knew that we wasn't in a space at the moment anyways. Like very to, scatterbrained. Very yeah, over. Very much. Our attention <laughs> was <laughs> somewhere else. Literally everywhere else. So, so but we got things figured out. Yes. A little bit better. So now we're Time management, yes. Yeah, basically, that's what we're doing. Just figuring out time management, honestly. So we got that pretty much figured out. Mm -hmm. But some of the things that we done did. Oh, yeah, uh, let's update y'all. Yeah, so we went to a women's event earlier this. uh, Yeah, it was two weeks Women's Day extravaganza here in Dallas. So Mm -hmm. that's something that we're trying to get into more. Going to more events, networking, meeting people Mm -hmm. in DFW, talking about the podcast like, and our businesses just yes. networking, honestly. Just, just overall networking, which we're gonna get into kind of yeah, like presenting today. your best self. That's kind of what today is gonna be over. Uh we went to the Savage Fenty yes, uh, went to grand opening in Houston. That was so, so we fun. We went to that, it was fun, got some free things. The employees were super nice, got some good content mm-hmm. while we was out there. So another thing. And then just I kinda, had bands and brunch too. You did have bands yeah, and brunch. So that that was a success success. It was fun. I see. had so much fun. Yes. Yeah, so just oh yeah, and I was a panelist at the yeah she was panelist yeah at I forgot. the women's extravaganza yeah, which is really cool to which see is something I'm trying to get into more this year is just talking because you know I love the talk she so, did really good y'all thank thank you but so any losses anything else any losses because I feel like those are wins just good overall wins um I guess my loss would be like so like I was telling you I have to watch my brother my brother's mm-hmm. seven. For three days. And my mom was like, out of town. That was just, I'm just not ready for kids. I just, I know that now. Not that I was planning, but I was just <laughs> like, yeah. 
just having to sacrifice time and energy to help him that was just like a lot and i i appreciate my mom even more yeah for that but our overall the loss was just like a few things happened like so basically <laughs> he got beat by a dog at my job and like it's like my mom's out of town like this mm-hmm. is happening she's not here she's gonna freak out and then our our dog ran away we found her but that was just overwhelming as well for like things to happen and not to have my mom there to like yeah, because you like, what am I supposed to, to do? do? Like, he's asking me questions. Like, where's mm-hmm. the dog? I don't know where she is. <laughs> so that was very, very stressful. Like, basically, like, taking care of him and having to work. Mm-hmm. Having to work out, just do my normal thing and adding extra responsibilities into that. That was hard. That's kind of similar to what my loss is. I wouldn't even necessarily call it a loss. It's just a struggle. Mm-hmm. I feel like is with my new dog, my puppy. So you guys know I have Zeke. And now he's... This weekend, he'll be four months, so he'll be 16 weeks. But it's just kind of like the same thing, the responsibility of someone or something that can't do it themselves. So it's like you have to constantly, like, like with the puppy, is giving him attention, playing my side, watching him, make sure he has enough time uh, time outside. He's eating. He's using the restroom, training him at the same time. But in the midst of doing all that, because I do work from home, I am trying to work as well, and he can be a distraction or responsibility. It Mm kind of, like deters me away from my work or I feel like I can kind of get behind or really really frustrated because I'm like you know he wants to play but I'm just like I literally need you to be quiet because I'm trying to film doing your own thing Thing. exactly so interrupted yeah for a good reason but yeah so it's like I love my little puppy dog of course but it's kind of like it is frustrating because I'm trying to get some work done and he's just over there whatever because he wanted to be be, being a baby basically and Mm -hmm. I'm just like let me sew that's kind of a struggle but hopefully he get a little bit better. He's a puppy, so they all mm-hmm. just be yeah. naggy. Okay. Uh, so before we get to Song of the Week, let me tell y'all what we sipping on uh, today. Yeah. Ooh, I'm <laughs> just a little okay. bit today. This is, it's a little mini bottle. It is the Rondell Gold, and it is a sparkling wine. Now, I tasted it a little bit. It don't taste like no wine to me. It tastes like champagne. So one time I Googled the difference between sparkling wine and champagne. It's pretty much the same. That's what it was giving. That's because I'm about to say, whenever I've had sparkling wines, they all kind of basically it's, taste it's like where, champagne. Wherever it originated from, that that makes it the, the difference. ingredient or like the, the location. location. Yeah, interesting. I mean, is this is from Spain? So I guess in Spain, their champagne is sparkling wine because that's literally what I had read. Okay, Something that makes like a lot that. of sense. That's why I was like, this tastes like champagne. But I mean, champagne ain't never bothered nobody, so. It tastes pretty good. It tastes like um, apple juice. I can see where you're getting or that from. apple cider vinegar. More like a, like a cider. Yeah. It has more of a cider. Apple cider. Yeah. Apple cider vinegar. That'd Not be vinegar. so nasty. I've tried it before. Apple cider vinegar. Have you ever just done like one of them little straight shots of it? Yeah. I've done that before and I, I've done it like twice and I held my nose when I did it and I could literally, I couldn't taste it, but I could feel like the little mm-hmm. burn. I was like, I'm never doing that shit again. That was like one of those weird trends in like 2017. You do it, you lose stomach fat. You don't. You don't. It was a lie. <laughs> it was a lie. It was all a lie. Okay. All right, Mia, tell us about your song of the week while I get ready to play it. So my song is Lucky Days Over. So really, when I first heard this, I'm not going to lie, I thought he was offbeat like I was telling you. But TikTok... <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> TikTok has me like has it has me like ooh, I gotta listen to it. They've been doing this little dance 
to it. Have you seen but, that one girl? Yeah. I'll be like, why y'all making fun of her? She, she I did not she realize. Was vibing. She I feel like that she's just on there having fun. I'm just like, y'all don't leave her alone. I did not realize she's the one that uh Sanders like, and I think I want Oh, really? You. And she's like, oh, that's her. Oh, wow. I didn't know that until somebody made a video and was like, y'all making fun of her, but y'all was vibing to this song like not that's too long ago. Yeah, and I was just, I didn't, literally had no idea that's what that was. All right, let's get into it. Fast forward a minute in. A minute in? Okay. That's when the chorus comes on. Over. My lucky day. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's see. That broke down. Okay. Cause I thought it was over. Got me thinking my feelings over. You keep doing it over and over. You keep calling me back. I'm just trying to get closer. But you're pulling me closer and closer. Phone ringing like over and over. Cause you keep calling me back. You see how it kind of sound offbeat <laughs> Right there <laughs> I feel like he's just trying to get all the words in <laughs> It's a nice song Very good song That whole album uh, Candy Drip is really good I was just telling me It's giving yeah. the R&B I'm gonna listen to it Giving the R&B. By the way, I'm going to the Lucky Day concert here in Dallas next week. So, I will give y'all a review on that. The next I'm pretty episode. sure it's going to be good. He's, I'm pretty sure. He can dance. I love sing, going to so. concerts. People who genuinely can sing in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like a studio type person. So, all right. My song of the week. Let me find it real quick. Is called For Me by Pink Sweats. I don't know if y'all know who that is. But I just recently started listening to them. Pink Sweats. Featuring Blast. I so, like Blast. I like Blast too. Shout she out to Holly for putting that song. song. <laughs> and Holly love her some Blast. Okay. I'm going to skip it a little bit. Jump right like this often. Love pouring out like a faucet. Revive it in me. That pain make you cautious. And my shoes, they got mileage. My back on the wall, and I'm still standing tall. Cause even in the darkness, I can see what's for me is for me. It's mine, it's mine. It's so clear to see. It's so clear to see. I know it's for me, it's for me. It's mine. I like it. Who am I to style when it's kids on the block looking up to me? Made it look good when it was ugly. Don't change Cabana, but the trauma still be hunting me. Add a couple commas, need the whole gang comfortably. So I really nice. like that song because one, I just like the the vibiness mm-hmm. of it. It's it's another one of those I feel like not manifestation, but it's called for me. So I don't know if y'all was into the lyrics, but he was just like even in the dark was for me is for me mm-hmm. is mine so i kind of like inspirational ma- yeah it's like manifestation like like type things that's why i like um like magic 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Magic, by you know, Ariana. by Ariana Grande. Because yeah. it's like one of those songs like, I'm a, what's for me is for me. I am taking all good things that come my way. I'm accepting all good things that are my mm-hmm. way and just living like a good, happy life. life yeah. So I like songs like that. They make me, I feel like, it made me feel good inside. Mm-hmm. So that's why I really like that song. And I randomly found it listening to one of those uh those playlists on playlists. And I was like, okay, I was like, Yep. Yeah. Apple music music has really good like R and B playlists. If you they ever really want to just listen to new music, music just press shuffle. They co- they are constantly updating. That's how I started listening to Pink Sweats literally on there. Just uh, you hear one song and it makes you look up the artist and then you just start listening to the album, mm-hmm. then you go look at other music. So y'all should definitely check out the Apple uh playlist. The R and B ones. The R and B ones are they're really good. good now the rap ones yeah i can't get into i can't it. get into it'd be playing out a little badass niggas because i like, try uh. to play those for my classes and i'll be having to turn it off because <laughs> it just be like a lot of hecticness my baby. Yeah. yeah you're just like and a lot of curse, cursing so yeah. i try to play clean music. <laughs> i feel it for your class yes. be like what in the hell yeah. is going on Okay, let's get into TV show or movie of the week. What's yours? I've been rewatching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> I remember you telling me. Yeah, because I fell off a long time ago. It's 18 seasons, y'all. So, 18. where are my life goes? <laughs> <laughs> on my bucket list. I'm going to finish Grey's Anatomy. I'll go to fish. I'm on season two. I have a long <laughs> way to go. You definitely do. But I'm determined. <laughs> I feel like it's going to take me some years <laughs> to finish this. I'm, I'm going to try not to get bored by it, but I it's not I think I got boring, up to season 9 or 10 before I kind of really fell me. off, and then I just, like, never got back on. And it's like, <laughs> think about you left off at season 10 and it's 18 seasons. <laughs> Eight years worth of catching up. It's a lot. That's how I say it's going to have to be a life goal <laughs> for me. Because I can't is sit, tired. <laughs> I can't sit there and watch that and catch that. Like, I would have to not go to work. Like, I literally would have to be dedicated. Yeah, that show has a lot of scenes. That's crazy. But what you watching? I watch it uh, a couple of things, but what I want to highlight is Bel Air, which is the, um, I guess, like the reboot. Mm-hmm. I guess reboot is the best word for Prince, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I like it because it's the same storyline, but it has more of like a serious undertone. I feel like they didn't try to make it exactly like the mm-hmm. original. They gave it its own spin, its own pizzazz spice and so it has more of like a serious drama i think more of like a real life undertone to it versus like he's just trying to be funny all the time it has its funny moments mm-hmm. of course like anything else but um i really like it i feel like the casting is really point on for the most part uh i really like how they have jeffrey jeffrey is like a coon no that's carlton oh, they got carlton. carlton is they got him very much coon snitch hating like hating hating mm-hmm. hating and it's really it makes me i hate it because you know the original carlton even though he was low-key like a little hater a little bit he was he was like a little bit whitewashed but he was still lovable in his own way mm-hmm. it's like this one it's like oh i do not like you at all so it's just like they made him like times 10 like uncle rookies are worse it's it's not as bad as uncle rookies okay. because he's very much racist against his own kind mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's in denial that he's black but it's just like you know he black it's just kind of like uh, but Jeffrey, they got him like. Is it giving Get Out, like that brainwash? A thing? little bit, just okay. a little bit, not to a certain extent. But it's I'm just, kind, it's just kind of like you can tell he grew up around a lot of non-black people, basically. Mm-hmm. But they got Jeffrey real like. Uh, I don't. I can't explain it. Jeffrey hard as hell. He like y'all need somebody to disappear. I got y'all. Uh, oh. y'all need me to come do this. I got y'all. Like it's giving very much like 
not a butler, but bodyguard. <laughs> like, okay. I can't explain it. And the Jeffrey is cute, too, by the way. Very handsome. And uh, who played Uncle Phil? Very handsome as well, I must say. But and I don't know if y'all know Coco Jones. And she's so cute mm-hmm. as Hillary. I feel like she fit Hillary very well. The lady who plays Unveil, super pretty. So I feel like the casting, very beautiful casting. Uh, but yeah, I like the storyline. It it basically, because it'll be like you watch an episode, like, oh, I remember this happening in Fresh Prince. They just give it way more of like a... Context. Uh, yeah, way more detailed context and um, just kind of make it more like relatable, I guess, to real life. So mm-hmm. I like it, but I like the... Re- uh, I seen a tweet that was like it might have beaten the reboot curse. I was like it might have because I like how it's same storyline, but they just made it. It's on. It's you're not watching the same exact show basically. Gotcha. So that's why I like it. Cool, cool. But y'all watch Bella. Oh, it's only on Peacock. So is it Peacock? Yeah. I don't so you gotta it. make. Or is it Paramount? It's Peacock. Peacock. Okay. My sister made an account and gave me <laughs> gave me her password. So that's how I'm watching it. If it wasn't for her. Cause if you it'll let you watch that first episode and they're gonna be like, You got to pay to watch the rest. So the lady I know heads up. But if you you know wanna do a little trial period, go ahead and peek out. All, All right. right, black excellence. Black excellence. You want me to go or you go? Uh I guess I'll go ahead and go first. So my black excellence of the week is Urban Sky Counseling. So it is by Miss Michelle O'Quinn. I hope I'm saying that right. Michelle O'Quinn. And she's a um licensed uh, licensed certified social worker or licensed counselor. Uh, hold on, let me double check that real quick. But anyways, we met her while we were uh, at the Women's Day Extravaganza mm-hmm. and she is actually a black therapist. This in the Dallas area. I think she's certified in Dallas in I mean Dallas, well Texas, but mm-hmm. Texas and Colorado, I believe. But she um, she's a clinical social worker. Sorry. So this is why I tell y'all to look up the differences in people's credentials because she's not, her degree is not in counseling, basically. Mm-hmm. It's in clinical social worker, which is very similar, but it's not the same. So it's like if you're looking for a specific type of counselor for something super specific, I suggest y'all take, check the credentials. But nonetheless, she's a therapist um, certified here in Texas and Colorado because she has eight years of working experience as a therapist but we met her mm-hmm. at this extravaganza she was super nice super sweet we was talking to her and i was telling her i was gonna shout her on the podcast because she was like with her with urban sky counseling they're catered to women of color mm-hmm. basically so she was like we really expertize in women of color like we accept women of color to come in that's who their targeted audience is in getting counseling and work because i feel like as black women it is hard to find other black women counselors if we're being honest and you want somebody that you possibly look like you like you can uh relate to me and her was talking and she was like yeah you know some things can be they need counseling for trauma mm-hmm. but they might prefer like maybe has something with racial background or something like that and you don't want to talk to somebody who's not of the same you know Racism, whatever as you yeah. but also i feel like you may have some type of trust in uh, talking to another black woman and maybe you feel like they'll relate to your problems uh, a little bit easier. So, again, Urban Sky Counseling, that's on literally um, at Urban Sky Counseling on Instagram. And then it's www.urbanskytherapy on the for the website. But let me just read y'all a couple things off the website. So, she does it um, through online, basically, mm-hmm. which is really convenient. Because I know one of the harder things about counseling is fitting into your schedule. schedule yeah. Going there, or some people may not be comfortable 
still with COVID and stuff going around. Or you just might be like kind of shy and don't want to go in. But so it's virtual. But also you get a free consultation, which is really cool when it comes to counseling because a lot of them will charge you for just the consultation, which the consultation part is really just kind of like slight getting to know you. They make you take a couple of tests. It's nothing really too crazy. It's more that second session where you really start getting into it. So I could see someone's like, mm. I don't even want to pay if I don't even know like yeah, that I'm a choose you if as I'm my a therapist. yeah if I'm a vibe or not. But she's straight up on the website. I'm talking about prices, insurance that's accepted. Prices that's is straight. Very straightforward. It's, it's very straightforward. So it's like for private. Uh, it says for private pay, which I guess is paying out of pocket. Free consultation. It says intake session, 150, 50 minute session, 115, 90, 175. So ain't no guessing. You, you know, know, straight up, you she know what's up. she know what's up. She has her uh insurances here that are accepted as well. Going to book your uh stuff online. So I feel like it's just straight up information mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, you like, well, I'm just going to see, you know, I don't know how much it costs. Boom, it's right there. So go ahead, check her out at Urban Sky Counseling. Looking for a black therapist in Texas or Colorado, in Colorado listening. But yeah. All right. So my black business, the name of it is London Michelle Aesthetics. This is a esthetician. So I got a facial done. Um, her name is Tiffany Jones, the lady who did my facial. So I've never got a facial. It's my first time, and I had a really good experience. I'm actually going to post a reel. What was your first uh, facial? I did mm-hmm. not know that. I'm going to post a reel about okay. this on our page so y'all can see. But the room setup was really, really nice. It's also in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, My favorite thing was her talking to me the whole time. I had so many random questions about skin. Which and is she, really good. She got to, she answered them. So I feel like... I Google a lot. So it was really <laughs> nice to have somebody who actually knows what they're talking about answer my random questions about skin. So I'm going to go over her po- like her uh, services. Okay. So she does microdermabrasion, which is basically exfoliating. Mm-hmm. So I got that done. I think that's really great because sometimes you can't see every little thing. Like she was telling me at the top of my forehead and the bottom of my chin, I had like dead skin Mm-hmm. Like a line of it, but I can't see it in natural yeah. light, but she could see it. So she got that off. Um, she does back facial facials. She does nanofusion. Back facials. That's something I really mm-hmm. been wanting, especially because I told you I randomly had like a random breakout From, on my yeah. back. I don't know. It's gone now, but it left like marks on my back and stuff now. So that's something I've really been looking into. Nanofusion uh, reduces hyperpigmentation, sunspots, and wrinkles. So I struggle. I feel like... Black women, we struggle with hyperpigmentation. Yeah. Um, that's She said that's the main struggle. Mm-hmm. So it's good to, to have a service to help you reduce that. And also someone to talk to you about what you need to be doing, what you don't need to be doing to help you through that. Um, so I'll put her book insight in the show notes. But her Instagram is at Tiff. So T-I-F-F underscore laser underscore pro. So you'll be able to follow her as well. Like I said, I'm going to be posting a video she also gave me a massage like around my shoulders and my Love arms. Um, we did what else did we do? The some like radiation. You I'm, got the uh, high frequency. Yes, yeah. that's what it's called. I got that whenever I went and got a facial, and I I was literally telling me yes. I got in high frequency like three times already, and I had like a kind of like a surge of a random mm-hmm. breakout on my period where it left dark marks. It was kind of like a little random line, mm-hmm. and her doing that just a couple of times helped yes. it like. So she could actually feel breakouts that were about to come. Really? Like she could touch it and feel it. So she was like, that's why she did the high frequency because it's going to like, it kills bacteria. And then also it's going to like basically knock that out before it comes. Yeah, it's so great. I was like, oh my gosh. So I struggle the most with hyperpigmentation. 
And so she, so my other favorite thing about about this is she made like me a mask, but it was personalized. Um, So I deal with, I have a combination. So I got my oily spots and my dry spots. mm -hmm. So she did something to where I she I could do some hydration and some uh, detoxing. So that was really cool to get my own mask made specifically for my skin and my struggles versus Mm -hmm. putting some random stuff on. Yeah, Um, that's what you think. So I'm definitely thinking about going to her more, more just so I can like like get stuff knocked off my face. Because it's like you can only do so much for yourself. You can only do so much for yourself. So and that's why I always tell people like even with following me and I try to give the best like type of skin mm-hmm. advice or whatever that I have. But at the end of the day, one, I'm not a dermatologist. I'm just sharing what I like. like but at the end of the day, I still go get facials too because... There is like a level of deepness into the skin. One, they're, they're the experts. They went mm-hmm. to the cosmetology uh, cosmetology school and know way more than I do at the end of the day. Like I said, we we on Google. We just receiving information mm-hmm. or just learning as we go. But I've always valued the advice of somebody who that does this. Mm-hmm. So it's just like saying when I went and got a facial, just tell me very specific things about my skin. Oh, I can see right here. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah, they're actually really know what you're talking at, about. <laughs> at you over a ring light, yeah, so they can see better than you can. They're actually, you I see your mirror. Yeah, do, do, they're outside do, do, of your do, body do, do. too, so yeah. they actually can like see, touch, and like. Yeah, I feel like you just messing with yourself. You like, it look fine to me. It, I look fine. Whatever, keep it moving. But yeah, some of my hyperpigmentation had already looked started looking better like at the That's end great. of our session. We're just like, it's good. Same, same yeah. when I went and got a facial. We love to see it. So this is your sign to go get a facial. Yes. Book, with, book with Tiffany. Your face about Tiffany. Also, one quick thing with Black Excellence as well. I have this shirt on. I just wanted to tell y'all where I got it mm-hmm. from because it is from a black woman. So this shirt right here, I don't know if y'all Ooh. see the, the Goyles that's on it. But this is uh, my friend's Lizzie brand. And her the Instagram is ElizabethO.co. That'll be in the show notes as well. But ElizabethO.co. But she's a very stylish Girly, yeah, very she's much gorgeous. Yes, love Lizzie to death. She's great business person, great friend, all that stuff. But this is one of her shirts that she sells. She sells other items. I think like mugs, like all kind of stuff. Um, very fashion forward mm-hmm. as well. But if y'all want to check out this shirt right here with the women's on it, because mm, it's like Women's it. History Month. Still, is it? mm-hmm. it's March, ain't it? It's still March. When did we go? I thought we went to that. Oh, that was March. that was that was Women's Day. Oh, yeah. So that was like Women's. The actual National Women's Day, but this is Women's History Month. Okay. Yeah, so. I was confused. Right here. And all those were women that we just pointed out, too. So, yeah. support Always. your fellow black woman. Period. And support us. All <laughs> no, <I'm> right. <laughs> Next, we have question of the week. So Ask Bev and Maria. I'm going to read this question. Okay. It says, my boyfriend has so much baggage from his past that carries over into our relationship. It's beginning to bother me, and I'm not sure if I can handle it. How do I deal with this feeling? Should I tell him? Any advice would honestly help. Initials MP. Yes. So remember, we never we never reveal who you are. We know who you are, but no one else. (laughs) Just like no judging. Literally, no judging at all. That's why we do this. So baggage, baggage. Yes, yes, you should tell him. Yes. So I feel like baggage can be different things i mm-hmm. feel like maybe it can be bringing over uh bad habits mm-hmm. from a past relationship or maybe like situations coming over or i just feel like it can be 
different things. So, of course, I feel like we don't know specifically what the, the baggage, baggage is. is. So maybe we can just kind of touch on both. Baggage, yeah, yeah, just baggage, I guess, in general. So I guess in baggage in the bad habits that somebody mm-hmm. brings over them, I feel like that's always tough, especially I feel like somebody came from a super toxic relationship mm-hmm. before and it's just kind of like that's – there's second they know. nature. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we all, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we all kind of bring over habits. Cause I feel like that's what we have to do to protect ourselves in a sense. So it's like, okay, I done dealt with this before. Keep myself from dealing with this again or getting hurt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like this. this. Yeah. So whether you realize it or not. Not yeah, yeah, whether I realize it or not, just kinda like something that you do. Yeah, and don't realize it. So I do think when it comes to maybe they're bringing over uh just like bad habits or feelings mm-hmm. or uh reactions to stuff or whatever like that there's definitely something to have a sit down talk about because this could be something a person doing they don't even realize that they're yeah. doing it if you're being honest because i feel like we all done had habits that we don't realize that we are doing then somebody pointed out and you just like oh yeah i did not know that i'm just doing hoping it. that that person can receive it mm-hmm. so i would try to say it in the most non-offensive way I could. Yeah, like Just a real life like, sit down talk discussion. Hey, whenever you do this, it makes me feel like X, Y, Z. It's like, do you know why you do, do this? this? Y'all yes. can have maybe, because like I said, at the end of this person could literally not know mm-hmm. that they... Or just, so it's the difference if they don't know. Now, if they do know and they just don't care, that's, that's bigger fish to yeah. fry. And at this point, they only, it's given they're not caring about changing. Yeah. And they only care about, well, I'm, just, I'm just doing this for myself. And it's like, you're going to be lonely the rest of your life acting like that. Yeah. But some people sometimes can't be aware of the emotional, I guess, baggage that they bring over. And I feel like people genuinely don't sometimes try to do it on purpose. Mm-hmm. It's just natural. It's just like, well, I remember the last time when I was in a similar situation like this, I had to handle it like that. So that's what I'm going to do again. And it could not just be the best way to handle and they don't even know. So I'll just say definitely have a yeah. talk. But during your talk, try to ask a lot of open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. Try Don't give unsolicited advice. Yeah. Like if you do have some type of solution or advice to give that person, ask before mm-hmm. you do it. Because that can turn somebody off real quick. If you start, well, you, this is what you need to do. Yeah. This is how you need to do it. Like, don't be intrusive. Just especially if it's sensitive. Yeah. Uh, you don't want anyone to ever feel like you're coming at them or you're yeah. trying to argue. Because people just gonna get defensive, defensive real fast. Yeah. I feel like if somebody coming at you crazy, your first thing is get defensive. defensive I feel like yeah, that's everybody to protect yourself because you're just like, oh, the hell up. It's just ways that you can tell people things, like you said, not accusing them of anything, leaving it very open, Discussion. so that way they can kind of. Asking a lot of whys, mm-hmm. like why and know? hows, yeah. and do you know why? Like letting Type them thing. really versus like you doing this because that you yeah. don't give you don't give a damn, yeah. you know. And it's just kind of like that could turn somebody off real quick, or they just be they just shut down. You can never know if you ask somebody the right question. It can really, first of all, it could be a question they never thought of. Mm-hmm. So it can really help them talk to themselves and talk something out loud and make mm-hmm. something click. Exactly. So that's why you want to ask open-ended questions. It's just so I feel like before you just randomly be like, let me go get on their ass. Mm-hmm. Think about to yourself, what is it that you really want to know? What are mm-hmm. the questions that you want to ask? And that way when you talk to them and when you approach them about it, it's not just like, I feel like, not that you're super emotional with the support, mm-hmm. but you kind of like, okay, has some thoughts to myself on how I want to go about this. Hey, I would really like to talk to you. Because I mean... Personally, my experience, uh, both me and my 
current boyfriend were in longer term relationships before we was together. So I feel like that's things that we've had talks about with each other is just kind of like, I wouldn't even say bad. I wouldn't even say they're just terrible habits, but just kind of things that you bring over from dealing with somebody else before, especially if it wasn't the most healthiest thing in the mm-hmm. world either. So it's just kind of like things that you done picked up while you was with somebody. So it's like, there's been times where I'm like, hey, look, I asked you a question. I don't know what done happened before, da, 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 but I need to know why you do this and da, 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 da. And I feel like the way I approach him about it, I'm not going off on him. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you, you know, him hey, feel like he can actually trust talk, and to, talk me. to you. And then I'm not going to use what he's saying against he's me. Saying, and that's, yeah. that's a, I feel like that a lot of times that's why some men struggle with opening up because they feel like somebody going to use it. So or it's just like, judging them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not here to judge. I just really want to know so we can talk about it and move forward from it. Same with him. Hey, you know, you do this. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, and I think about it to myself, well, why do I do that? And it's like, well, I feel like that's what I had to do before mm-hmm. to protect myself. So I unconsciously brought it over to the next relationship. Yeah. And it's not, I'm not doing it to hurt him. I'm not doing it to hurt myself. It's just kind of like natural, I feel like. so. Yeah. And I also would say try to end the conversation for you because it's something that's bothering you. Mm-hmm. So you do deserve some type of closure. That's mm-hmm. why, I was, like we were saying, like make sure you know what questions you do want to bring up. Because this is something that's is triggering you yeah. a little bit. So hopefully when you do talk to him, you know, y'all can talk this out in one conversation and not have it like like simmer and dwell on mm-hmm. and like, ne- like never be answered. Never yeah, be, it's just never like be, ne- there's no the solution. Yeah. yeah. So just try your best to find a solution and be patient. So even if at the end of this conversation, like the first conversation y'all have about it, y'all don't come to some type of closure or solution, like keep trying. Yeah. And keep being open minded and positive. But I will say if this person responds very in a very toxic manner, mm-hmm. yeah. if you wanna be like, look, this is it for me. Like if mm-hmm. this is like a boundary for you yeah. that it's like a deal breaker, it can be. Like people don't have to like cheat on you. Yeah. Or, or thanks to be end. super violent for you to leave them. It could be something exactly. that's just like you won't fix your baggage you won't take care of that and you're bringing it to me yeah you and can it's leave like, someone. that shit's stressing me out now you can leave someone because of that if yep. you wanted to i hope that doesn't happen for yes. you but if yeah. you need to take time for yourself because this person is literally bringing baggage to you you can yep and then as far as baggage as in like i guess past situations coming into like i guess you say like past girlfriends or boo things mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is that's a different story yeah. just because like if the I baggage is women keep popping up no that's just different because yeah. that's something i'm not about to tolerate at all but that's me personally mm-hmm. though like i don't there's no way in the world that random girlfriends and exes and, and past things yeah. is constantly like showing up especially if it's several different yeah so with that <laughs> that's that's a different approach because to me that's more of ultimatum like either you're gonna put people in their place and they're gonna get the fuck or I, y'all can have each other and i'm gonna leave but that's mm-hmm. more of how i will move about it because i don't have time there's no way in the world people that you should deal with is randomly affecting our relationship now yeah. like it just made no sense in my opinion so, so yeah, figure out what you're going to deal with and what you are not yeah, going to deal with. Literally, yeah. what, are what are your boundaries for you? Because mm-hmm. some what are deal breakers women might you? be like, oh, it don't matter who come at me. I got him. Like, and if that's your mindset, then that's you. And that's fine if you're happy with that. But me personally, I don't think I would just be happy if random people just constantly like, like I don't know, just button in randomly. Yeah. You just like, 
So, I mean, me personally, I have actually ended a relationship. That is part of a reason why I have ended a relationship before is because it was too many people. The baggage was always around catching up, catching up. And then I feel like one day I just realized I was like, I actually don't have to deal with this. Mm -hmm. And I had like a, a meeting with myself about it. And I was just like, you actually deserve better than that. Why? can't this person put people in their place why is it always somebody it's always mm -hmm. somebody you don't matter who it is it's just somebody and i got tired of it so it's part of the reason why i ended it because i was just over it and yeah. i don't have to worry about that now so it's just kind of like yeah there are boundaries there are things that put yourself you, first definitely at the end of the day and there's ways you can approach that but as far as like baggage with the past for me i would more of a uh, move with like some type of ultimatum on look if you want to be cool with these girls so bad, you can go do that. Just know I'm not going. I'm not here for it. So, and if nigga can't act like he can't, if because to me it's like it's the past. They shouldn't matter no more. So yeah. you just acting. He just act like he just cannot let these people go go do what they gonna do. Clearly, you're not coming first. Yeah. So it's just like it's it's all about what he want. These mm -hmm. weird relations that he want with these our friendships or whatever with these people. So that's how I would look at it. But hope your yeah. answer, your question is answered. Hopefully. All right. Now it's time to get molded. Bye. Hello, guys. So today, uh, so like Bev was saying at the beginning, we're talking about putting your best self forward. Yep. Becoming your becoming a walking billboard for yourself. That's something we learned at the extravaganza. Um, yes. I can't remember. who. I wish I could remember who said that, but you're a walking billboard. I really like that. So that was cool. I've been thinking about that since. Mm -hmm. So my my theme of today is not only bodies are built in the gym, confidence is too. Period. So that that's the slogan for today for me. Okay. All right. So I feel like the way that you feel about yourself is important. I f the way that you really feel about how you look is important. Mm -hmm. So it's really not about you look good. You feel yeah, good. It's really not about how you look. It's about how you feel mm -hmm. about how you look. I, mm -hmm. That's it's different. So I feel like confidence is very internal. It's com it comes mm -hmm. from within. It comes from your mind and it comes from your thoughts. So I feel like if everybody in the world is praising you and telling you you're beautiful and you look great in person and on social media, if you don't believe it, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, if you don't believe it for yourself. You like, have to believe mm -hmm. it no matter how you look. Because I know mm -hmm. how society is, you know. They praise certain people or certain body types over others. Mm -hmm. But you can look like anything and mm -hmm. still love yourself, you know, yeah. and be confident in how you look. Okay. So today, uh, also, I feel like physical health, mental health, mm -hmm. and your lifestyle habits, like, all play a huge part in how you feel about yourself. Mm -hmm. So today, I just want to talk about, like, how that is and why I think that. So first, I feel like... When it comes to like exercise, so whether your exercise is weightlifting, um, cardio, running, taking classes, whatever you choose to do to stay active, it's going to be challenging. Like exercise is not easy yeah. at <laughs> all at all, because you're constantly having to push yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just feel like it raises your self-esteem because it reminds you that you have the power and ability to like overcome challenges so especially when you're disciplined so for example if i work out three to four times a week mm -hmm. right consistently let's say you do this for a month let's say you are waking up early before work to do before work to do it 
or you're going after work when you're tired to do it. Either way, you make some type of, type of sacrifice to get it done. When you get to the gym, you're pushing through and you're finishing your workout. I swear if you do that for like four weeks consistently, you're going to feel like a new person. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel like, wow, like I'm really getting up early to go work out. I'm really doing this. Mm -hmm. And so whenever you feel that discipline, I feel like you can start to apply in other areas of life. If you if you feel like, okay, let's say you're doing back squat and you do a way that you thought you couldn't do. Whenever you accomplish that, you're like, well, wow, if I can do this, I can start my business. Yep. If I do this, I can take a risk. So mm -hmm. I really feel like that 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 small conquer is small but big. It's crazy. That you do every single week will turn into you being confident in other areas in your life. It's crazy that you say that because last weekend, remember I told you I had PDR and mm -hmm. bench press, and I dead ass thought I was not going to get that 135. I'm not going to lie mm -hmm. to you. So the fact that I, the first time I think I, I did a weight that was lower than it and I struggled really mm -hmm. hard. So I was like, there's no way in the world I'm doing 135. But they was like hyping me up. And I was like, okay, okay. And I did it. And it was so weird because I feel like that was on Saturday. And I felt so good from that on Monday. I feel like that mm -hmm. momentum carried over into Monday. And I was productive as hell exactly. on Monday and Tuesday. And I felt like, I was like, yeah, yeah you I'm got filming. Yeah. yeah, I'm in here making five videos today. <laughs> like, let's go. So basically, I'm saying when you exercise consistently, when you truly are doing type of programs that are cha it's challenging you, mm -hmm. it's really strengthens you physically, but also mentally. Yep. So I just want to... Hope that clicks for somebody. Yes. So also when you see progress in your fitness journey, that constantly is going to improve your self-esteem. It's kind of like I'm putting in this work and I'm looking in the mirror. Okay. And I'm seeing the results. It's like, yep. okay, it's going to make you want to keep going. Um, It really helps you because you're proving to yourself that like, yes, I can do this. Mm -hmm. You're deciding to do this. I'm doing it. It's, it's kind of like a constant like affirmation thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it helps you make positive changes. If you see that eating healthy is working, if you see that working out is working, you're going to keep doing it. And then before you know it, especially for people who are, who are at the beginning of the fitness mm -hmm. journey, it's going to turn into a whole lifestyle. Yep. I feel like that's where we are now in our lives. Yeah. We're like, it's, it's a lifestyle for us. But when I started seeing the progress, I was off. Keep going. For life, keep going. Yeah. Locked in, I'm locked into this like type of lifestyle because I'm reaping the benefits mm -hmm. of it. So keep proving to yourself that you can do it because you can. You it just does have give to you believe a sense of confidence, mm -hmm. like consistently being in the gym, like progressing mm -hmm. every week, like being mm -hmm. in there. I definitely agree. And even if you're not like a gym person, because I really feel like when it comes to fitness and exercise, there's no like one size fits mm -hmm. all routine. Like do whatever you feel like you can do to stay active. So if that's taking a walk every day or three times a week, let's say you walk one mile and then as you keep progressing you're able to walk longer mm -hmm. you know you're able to walk more times out the week it's just small stuff like that yeah. it doesn't always have to because we are like weightlifters. <laughs> yeah so for us that's that's how we are able to like progress yeah but if you don't want to do that you do with yoga cycling, you can do classes, classes. Yeah. yeah classes are a big way like i would They're encourage fun. you to take a class cycling yoga boxing there's all type of pole dancing there's all type of stuff that you can do to stay active and to see some type of like progress in whether it's progress in your stamina, your endurance, your strength, the way you look. Um, I agree. All type of stuff. So also reducing. So exercise reduces stress and improves your mental health. Yes. So I feel like if you're stressed out, right. You you're you you are more negative. I feel like <laughs> uh, yeah. you're more pessimistic. You're more like, ah about everything 
So I view exercise as, as a healthy way to combat stress. If you're having a frustrating day or frustrating season, think about if you used exercise to combat your stress mm -hmm. versus drinking alcohol, eating out, or doing drugs. Yeah. If I'm stressed out, I'm going to pick A, B, C, D. Yeah. I'm going to pick exercise yeah. because I know that's going to actually benefit me more. Than if I'm drinking, one. that's going to only numb, numb it. Yeah. Temporary. It's still going to be mm -hmm. there if I do drugs same thing numbing it if i eat that's just kind of like pushing me down more mm -hmm. eat out a lot i mean because eating does make you feel good so some people do use food to combat yeah. their stress so you know that's going to push you further away from reaching any fitness goal that you have so think about that if you're stressed out try exercise when i'm because i was frustrated this week i was like i gotta i gotta go to the gym i gotta i gotta go to gotta, the gym. gotta lift this so off gotta get this on my shoulders it like it's like your body releases all of that stress. It really does. If, and that's sweet. If I'm really <laughs> mad about something for real, like I will go do some mad ball slams. Let's think good. about what that's I'm like stressed about. That's like a healthy about. way to express Release. it. Yes, yeah. yes. I'm not going to go beat nobody up or punching no holes in the wall. I'm literally going to take it out on these weights because, <laughs> and it's healthy. It's going to change your brain chemistry. It's going to release endorphins, which helps you feel good. That's why whenever you lifted that weight, you felt good. I after literally that. was yeah. jumping. I was like, let's go. Yes. I was like, I can't believe I did that. Healthy mm. endorphins. We yes. love to see it. And so whenever your mood is lifted, you just are more positive. Mm -hmm. You're more positive. You are going to want to encourage others and encourage yourself. That's mm -hmm. why I'm always so encouraging because yeah. like, this is my lifestyle for real. Like, yep. Always happy, always positive. Even when I'm not happy, I'm trying to find a way right, to, to be, be happy, mm -hmm. to be positive. Because you got to do a lot of work to be negative, I feel like. I feel like opinion. it's easier to fall into the negativity. The trap, the trap of yes. negativity. Because I feel like it's so much easier for people to focus on what's wrong than what's right. And I feel mm -hmm. like from time to time, we all kind of mess up and we do that. I yeah. done caught myself before while I'm feeding so much into what's going on with my life that I get distracted to the actual good things yeah. that I have going on and I forget about them. So I just feel like it, it does require effort and to stay positive mm -hmm. in a sense. So overall, to sum up everything that mm -hmm. I'm saying, like exercise can help you boost your confidence. With really, the most important thing is mental to me because like I said, you can look, you can have quoted it the best body in the world but mm. you can still hate yourself you can yeah. still think you're ugly you can still not feel confident in your abilities to network mm. to go to work to speak in front of others but you look on the outside beautiful so what matters to me is your mental health how do you feel about yourself mm -hmm. so exercise is a very healthy and practical way to do that also as well as transforming your body yeah a lot of people if you don't like the way that you look you got to ask yourself what's getting in your way because y'all know what y'all need to do for the most part. Y'all know that y'all need to work out. Y'all know y'all need to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like common sense, but it's kind of like up to you to find the steps to to get going and asking mm -hmm. yourself why do you want to stay in the same place? Mm -hmm. It's like a hard question to face, but I ask my clients that like what has blocked you before I actually start training them? What has blocked you from seeing success in your fitness journey? And it's been honest with yourself be is honest. it laziness is it it's a procrastination yeah like and so having a disciplined fitness journey like working out consistently eating healthy consistently it's going to literally fight against procrastination yep. if you start here 
let's say like procrastination is something that you struggle with. Okay, try to commit to the gym, right? Whenever you conquer that commitment and you start becoming disciplined, you're going to see procrastination dwindle in all areas of your life. Mm -hmm. So I really feel like fitness is a gateway to really combat a lot of like this. I mean, I just spent procrastination and laziness and just complacency, honestly, Mm -hmm. because it really does push you. It makes you want to be better. If I'm putting all this energy and effort into the gym, why would I go still eat crap? Yep. You know, you're going to feel like crap Mm -hmm. when you eat like crap too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's really my segment. So remember, not only bodies are built in the gym, confidence is too. Period. So add that to your fitness goal. I need to improve my confidence. Your Mm -hmm. confidence is your ability to like love yourself and also your ability to apply this do you apply your skills take risks not be afraid to like do things and i feel like you and me both do get com uh compliments on our confidence mm-hmm. or people's like you just seem so confident and part of my confidence is going to the gym i'm mm-hmm. not gonna lie to you. i feel good when i'm in the gym when i look at my pictures mm-hmm. when i'm lifting when i'm like exercising i'm just like you feel i'm good. really doing yeah. it. it's like i feel good and i feel good about myself Afterwards, because I go to the gym about three or four times out of the week as mm-hmm. well. Kind of depends on the week, but I feel like people tell us often, like, "Oh, you just seem so confident." But being in the gym does raise, does like, help. like you said, not just physically on how I look, but the fact that I know that I can lift this. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that I know I'm strong that makes me feel confident. So it's yeah. like if I feel strong physically, I'm feel I feel strong, strong mentally, mentally. And, and other things that I can do as well. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. I like that. Confidence mm-hmm. building the gym. I like that. We're building confidence. Building it up. Building the muscles and the confidence. Ugh. You have to. Yes. I love that. That's so, good. And also remember, when it comes to working out, y'all don't have to go to the gym like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know we talk, we say that a lot, but just fine. Like I said before, fine what makes you happy and stay active. People do. I have a friend. She started boxing classes. Yeah. I think you tell me you did some boxing things, too. But mm-hmm. boxing classes. Uh, that's cycling, cycling class. Cycling, yoga. Uh, Zumba. They all have kind of they have like the little body weight classes that they hold, all kinds of stuff. It, you don't have to go in there and be yeah. like that's what we prefer to do. But like I said, it can be endurance, stamina, mm-hmm. flexibility, whatever it is that like is going to make you feel good. Yeah. So all right. Shifting gears. All right. That was great. So now we're uh, moving on to stay beautiful. Stay so. beautiful. Today, we're not going to talk about beauty products. We're going to talk about Falling on the budget. (laughs) Falling on the budget. Our favorite inexpensive places to shop. So later on in the episode, we're going to talk about, um, like we said, being a walking billboard. Yeah. So we feel like you dress Mm -hmm. confidently. You dress what's best going to represent you. How you you feel. How you feel. How you you looking. And we know that buying clothes can get really expensive. Yeah. Very expensive. So, I know a lot of times, at least on my Instagram, people be like, where do you be getting clothes at? Y'all, when I tell y'all, I'll get it from anywhere. It don't matter. If, if it's I like cute, it, I'm putting it on. I'm putting, I don't care if it's from, from Walmart. I don't care if it's yes. from Goodwill. We, not care, we, not, we don't care about, like, the brand. I don't thing. care about like, that. Like, it got to be a designer. Is, it don't. A lot of designer, designer stuff <laughs> wouldn't be ugly. Let's start. Me and me was talking about that. I'm not trying to buy nothing. They got a shirt with Fendi, a Fendi, bunch Fendi, of. Fendi, 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 Yeah, Fendi, like, Fendi, all Fendi, over Fendi, it. I'm just like, it's giving techie for me. And if that's what you like to wear. 
no uh, shade no shade at all it's just for me personally i i like more designer things like uh shoes and purses a perfume more of like accessories yeah. type thing that's more of what i like designer of but more of the clothes i'll be like yeah it's not Cause can y'all really tell the difference because i can't i got this shirt <laughs> from walmart you got it from fendi and Ooh, the only difference yeah. is yours say fendi in a tag that's <laughs> kidding but um for our girlies like myself who don't care where you get it from as long as it's cute not a name brand person child get my person target whatever mm-hmm. it do it do not matter and i'll give you some of i'm gonna say semi-luxury i say semi-luxury because mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like just big but semi-luxury things that i do like to go shop at where i feel like it's very much affordable but it's giving you that mm-hmm. luxury look that you're going for but so balling on a budget so first we're gonna start with online stores so y'all already know what the number one is she yeah, okay because she ain't got everything they do you cannot go wrong with she is the only thing sometimes the material can be a little thin they look thin but thin. it's doable it's doable though but she in i don't know if, mo- at everything point, y'all everything for our vacation for puerto rico we went to puerto every rico. fit every fit from she in she in down head to toe down <laughs> head to, to toe. toe okay because it was she, getting compliments very much so because the thing is as long as it's cute that's all Who that matters cares? to me yeah. and it's and i feel like it fits my body good mm-hmm. i feel for the most part i feel like they're true to size mm-hmm. on their uh website i always At least go through reviews that too when shopping online reviews, reviews. Is, i, I really do appreciate them folks that post them reviews especially when y'all are including like y'all hiding y'all waiting and when y'all include don't buy this shit <laughs> or like the materials real yes thing. thank you i'll be like thank you you for my four eleven girls that Oh, same yeah. height and same weight. I'm so happy when I see somebody look like me in them comments. I mean, in the reviews, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. yes. Tell me more, to, especially with jumpsuits. That's the thing, probably the most of jumpsuits, because I feel like jumpsuits are very much meant for taller girls. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I definitely know you struggle with you for eleven, but even me being five three, jumpsuits make me look very merp because they're they're or, so long. Or when the the crotch, the crotch area is like it's definitely long. meant for a t- somebody yeah. who's taller so it's just all this space in here yeah it's it's bunched up right there's like or it's like it's real long i don't like it but um yeah she in got everything they got Mm -hmm. accessories on there jackets coats swimsuits tennis shoes everything anything you look for she in is so cheap the only thing about she in shipping is a little slow yeah a little slow i feel like amazon prime got a spoil though i feel like that's machine is really standard (laughs) yeah okay yeah let's start there she in is standard shipping but amazon prime has a spoiled which we moving (laughs) on to the next store which is amazon prime just i want that tomorrow (laughs) i don't literally amazon has been our go-to we need some last minute stuff and i don't have time to go to the mall i don't got time to be waiting a week Mm -hmm. i need that in two to three days amazon prime has been getting us right they're so dependable i'm gonna add did, did you get your when we went to tiana taylor you get yours from amazon mm-hmm. okay we both got our outfits for, i'm gonna add a picture in here whenever i post it but um we both got our outfits from amazon yeah. uh prom like a couple of days, days before, before a concert cute little leather because yeah. you me and holly wanted to match a little you know a little coordination going on with the bbc yeah but amazon prom has such good outfits on there the only thing is again reviews mm-hmm. i feel like any it no matter where you shopping online just look at reviews because <laughs> amazon yeah, i love the girls on amazon that leave reviews when i go somewhere and i see them in the reviews i'm like I'm not, like, I'm not buying this we got them swimsuits remember last summer from amazon the colorful ones 
We went up to that boat party. Oh, Remember when yes. we got that shit? It was cute. It was. We'll post a picture right here, too. In our swimsuits. Got them from Amazon. Yeah, I have two days, like, no, a day before literally a, a came boat in, party. Like, a day before yeah. a, bo- a boat party because we didn't have time to go look for no swimsuits. And we yeah. wanted something that was going to kind of cover up my booty. I ain't want my booty cheeks out. Also, my birthday picture is that little white suit that I had on. Mm-hmm. Got that from Amazon as well. So I'm telling y'all. Amazon. Y'all been sleeping on Amazon. And guess what? They got Shein clothes on Amazon too. If you want to get a little fast. A collaboration. <laughs> the little collab going on. But we love Amazon is definitely my go-to for when I know I have something coming up, but I genuinely do not have time to mm-hmm. go to the store. I don't want to spend a bunch of money for express shipping and I need something cute. They have nice workout outfits too. They do. Mm-hmm. They really they have a lot of good like two piece sets. Mm-hmm. I like buying like affordable affordable sets, pants, crop top or pants top type mm-hmm. of thing going on. They have a lot of good sets they in do. there. I'm trying to think. Have I got anything? I'm trying to think of a dress. I got that little green dress, but it don't even matter anywhere on my birthday because that was a whole thing. But anyways, but yeah, so Amazon, mm-hmm. especially Prime, check that out. And lastly, the one I'm gonna talk about is Lovely Wholesale. Lovely Wholesale is giving the same vibes as she in. Mm-hmm. Same like with the standard, <laughs> the shipping is a little slow. But nonetheless, it's to me, it's the same exact vibes as um, Shein. Mm-hmm. Cheaper clothes. They got a bunch of crap on there from jumpsuits to shoes, bags, whatever it is you can think of. It's literally the exact same vibes as Shein. So Lovely Wholesale is a good mm-hmm. one. But these are three online. good online ones that you, if you don't have time, you just like, damn, I really need to re-up my Your wardrobe. Because that's something I'm working on mm-hmm. this year is more just kind of up in my wardrobe a little bit just giving a little bit more grown woman i feel like i dress very chill for the most part so i was like when i go places let me actually start dressing, dressing uh, how i want to in my head billboard. yeah so let me dress nicer let me yeah. dress how i want to in my head but it's just kind of like i don't have the outfits for mm-hmm. it so yeah now right. for in person in-person stores so some of our faves so for me, I feel like if you want some really updated clothes, mm-hmm. Forever Twenty One. Yeah, they like, they keep up with the trends. Yeah, most, um, actually, I'm put an outfit in the outfit that I wore the other day when I posted a little rooftop with the pants and the orange shirt. Forever Twenty One. I got my shoes from there too. I got that whole. I like outfit their accessories from, and their yes. purses. I got a purse from there, pretty affordable and longevity. So if yeah. I could, could compare purses, like Shein, their pur- purses are pretty. Thin, mm-hmm. but I think Forever Twenty One has durable purses. Yeah, I feel like Shein is more of like you have a specific outfits you yeah. want to wear it to pop out from time yeah. to time, but not like an everyday like bag. Purse, yeah. yeah, so I I definitely agree with that. Same probably with the shoes as yes. well. Uh, remember, y'all, it's a little cheap, but there's a price to come with this, so you know. But Pretty much, my shoes from Shein have held me down though. Really, but Let's I go. feel like it's because of the type. I think I just got lucky buying like. Ones that don't, and then yeah. your crazy ass shoes that fall apart. Mm-hmm. I understand that, but ooh, excuse me, but Forever Twenty One definitely keeps up. I feel like decently with the trends. Mm-hmm. Um, they have really nice accessories. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Oh, okay. They do have good accessories. They have some. I uh, literally my little clamp that's in my hair, but I had bought yeah. a bunch of clamps from there the other day while I was there. Jewelry is nice, like really thick mm-hmm. earrings. Yes. Like not thick. Th- them little thin, sense. funny yeah. ones or whatever. Definitely fit up. Forever Twenty One is a good one. Um. Really, me personally, I do a lot in the mall, but I go to like it's a store called like this is for my Dallas, Dallas people. It's a store called Q. Edge. Edge is cool. Edge is good for more like nightlife. Mm-hmm. If you're looking more for nightlife clothes, definitely last minute nightlife outfit. It's giving it's fashion, giving fashion over, over in person, basically. Yeah. 
There's one called Q, um, Wave. Like those little mm-hmm. stories that you see in the mall, they really do kind of all low key kind of have the same stuff. But nonetheless, they have some good things in there if you're not trying to spend like a butt, butt mm-hmm. load of money. But some of these other places are cheaper that we're talking about. So if you're looking for shoes, the shoe Dallas deal. shoe deal. So if you're in Dallas, but Arlington, I think there's one in Fort Worth. Yeah, there's one in Mesquite. I want to say yeah. it's it's very much like in the DFW area. Shoe deal. It's always popping in there. Always popping. I love you. I've been going to shoe deal since I was. Comfort shoes. They got everything. Stripper shoes. Classy shoes. Classy shoes. Kid. <laughs> they got everything you can think of. Whatever vibe. Shoe deals. And the got best it. thing about shoe deals is they don't care about the season. They gonna have they whatever don't have out, it there. out. Yeah. So I've been going to shoe deals since I was in high school. <laughs> so I've been going to shoe deals for a really no middle school. My mom first started taking us to the one that's uh like in the Oak Cliff area. So shoe deals is that girl. Mm-hmm. Whenever we was going to uh Puerto Rico in October and I was struggling to find lavender shoes until I went into Steve Madden and they were like, Yeah, it's gonna be hard because they're not in season. I was like, duh. Why the hell I ain't go to shoe deals to begin with? Mm-hmm. Must have went to shoe deals. They had all kind of lavender shoes. So it, I feel like there you can just find whatever. Yeah. And they be cheap. The shoes be under $30 yeah. for the most part. Like, I'm going to say between 15 and 25 is yeah. what I pay usually for shoes when I go. And they're good shoes. Mm-hmm. They actually last. I got some white boots from there. They're so mm, cute. I think my white boots is from there too. Like 75% of my shoes are from shoe mm-hmm. deals. They're so good, y'all. You can go in there just buy about three or four of them and be set. Love mm-hmm. shoe deals. So DFW area, look up. The spelling is weird. Uh, yeah. We're gonna put it in the show notes. <laughs> shoe deals. Okay. Right. So we got also like your targets, mm-hmm. your boss, your Marshalls, DJ, DD discounts, TJ, TJ Maxx, those type of places. Now don't y'all be sleeping on Ross. Yeah. I got so many. Whatever. I'm gonna just add in pictures of play, uh outfits that I have from like the Rosses and the Marshalls, DD's discount. I got my dog bed from there, <laughs> but um. All of those places are really good. You might have mm-hmm. to do a little bit of more searching do when it, it comes. Yeah. But you'll find something. But you'll definitely find some good things off in there. Especially, you pick the the ones, I'm not going to lie, pick the ones in the good neighborhoods. Yeah, you'll find something. You'll definitely find some good things off in there. The ones that's kind of like scattered they around. They just be rummaged through. It, yeah, it literally looked like somebody was like, It's just like, all of y'all short staff. I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like being hit or miss if you go into them. Because the ones that be hectic, I'm like, yes. my brain literally cannot do this. Is the thing. line be long? It'll be two people working and just be un- unorganized. Yes. Target, also with Target, I like their bags. I have a yeah. lot of Target purses. So I really like uh, their bags a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're the little wallets and things like that. But Target has some really good Durable stuff. Durable purses and yes. wallets. They have nice jewelry too. They do as well. They definitely do have the shoes lacking, lacking so hard than the giving shoes. But going to a beach party. Something party. or for the church or something. Shoes, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's not. It's Job not interview. Yeah, it's not giving <laughs> at all what you're looking for. Probably some nice sandals. Mm, yeah, maybe more of like sandals if you look for some. But definitely don't sleep on your Rosses and your Marshalls, your TJ Maxes, and your DDs discount. A lot of good things. And last two things that I want to add in, which I said are like the semi luxury, is mm-hmm. Steve Madden and Aldo. I don't know if y'all ever. I'm pretty sure y'all heard of Steve Madden, but Aldo. Is a really good store, too. I've gotten some Steve Madden shoes and purses and uh, bags and shoes from Aldo. Now, y'all know Steve Madden shoes hurt a little bit, but they cute, though, and they're not super expensive. They got, like, the matching bags. Aldo as well, they have, like, the matching bag um, purse type thing going on. 
So when I feel like I'm just like, you know, I'm I'm okay to spend a little bit more coins, but not Fendi coins, <laughs> then I go to like Steve Madden and Aldo because they really do. I have my my grown woman purses are from there because they just last a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But my one over there that's sitting over there now is from Aldo. My brother got it for me for Christmas. But yeah, so those are two semi-luxury ones, you know, if you want to spend a little bit coins. And you know, if you if you want to be dropping your coins like that, that's fine. We're just trying to give y'all some of our fave. We feel like our audience gets, gets what we put down. Yeah. So these are some of our fave inexpensive places yes. that you can go to, buy on a budget, get cute. And get you, compliments. And yeah. get compliments. Like people are literally, oh, that's so cute. It's like, girl, I got Thank that from Ross. you. Ten dollars. <laughs> I have a bad habit of telling people how much it is. So I want y'all to know that you can look good and not spend a bunch of money. Yes. I promise you. But, yep. All right. So, moving on to mental health as well. With Miss Beverly Coleman. So today. Educate us. We're talking about being a walking billboard. Yes. And some dilemmas that can come with that is imposter syndrome. So mine is going to be over defeating imposter syndrome. Because you got this. Sis. So. I don't know. Um, I don't know if y'all ever heard of imposter syndrome before, but if you have not, the definition is people who struggle with imposter um, syndrome believe that they are undeserving of their achievements and the high self-esteem in which they are, in fact, generally held. They feel like they aren't as competent or intelligent as others might think, and that soon enough people will discover the truth about them. Imposter, basically. Mm-hmm. So to simply put it together, imposter syndrome is the experience of feeling like a phony. A fraud. You feel as though at any moment you are going to be found out as a fraud. Like you don't belong where yeah. you are. You're only there through luck or basically like you did not put the work you in. You don't to be feel there. qualified. Basically to be there. You just oh, I'm just so lucky that mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm just so lucky that I'm here. In effect, anyone, no matter their social status, work background, mm-hmm. skill level, degree, doesn't matter. Any of that. And then also imposter syndrome is um seen much higher in women of color mm-hmm. as well versus I guess uh white women and men in general. Mm-hmm. So basically in a nutshell, imposter syndrome is basically just feeling like you're incompetent, that you don't know what you're talking about. You that people are gonna be like, mm. Mm. it's more of like you thinking that people cool. Think that you don't know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're doing. I feel like you doubt yourself because yeah. you're scared that people are going to think that you don't know what you're talking about. So like, you begin ooh, to... Ooh, they see that. right through me. Yeah, like, oh my gosh, they they tell I'm nervous. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. They know more than me. Da, 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 da. So some characteristics of imposter syndrome is the inability, an inability to realistically assess your competence and skills, attributing your success to external factors like luck or I'm just here because I know somebody that knows mm-hmm. somebody type thing. Not that you're there because... You are literally deserving and you work mm-hmm. to be there. Berating your own performance. Fear that you won't live up to expectations, overachieving, sabotaging your own success, self-doubt, and setting very challenging goals and feelings and being disappointed when you fall short. Mm-hmm. So one thing that can um, kind of be, I guess, a culprit of imposter syndrome is perfectionism, which I feel like a lot of people struggle with. You, the When you want to be perfect, yeah. you... Literally want to be perfect. You don't have any flaws. You can't mess up. You can't do anything. So it's just kind of like when you get around other people or when you do mess up and flaws, you uh, feel imposter syndrome because you're like, I'm supposed to be this perfect, well put together, mm-hmm. intelligent expertise in what I'm doing person. And I fell short. 
I am not who I think I am or who people think I am. Mm-hmm. So perfectionism is definitely an issue that comes with that. Um, imposter syndrome can feel feelings of motivation to achieve for some people. So it can kind of be like a little source. I feel like there's from time to time we have a little self-doubt. So mm-hmm. for some people, maybe like you like yourself down yourself a little bit or nah, no, nah, I'm not who I am. You know, you know what? No, I'm going to prove to myself that I'm the person yeah. that I think that I am. Or some people, it can basically cause really bad anxiety. For them, you're just like, I'm not the person who I thought I was. So let's talk about different types of imposter syndrome. They can show up in different ways. So as I was saying, the perfectionists, mm-hmm. never satisfied and always feel that their work could be better. Rather than focus on their strengths, they tend to fixate on any flaws or mistakes. This often leads to a great deal of self-pressure and high amounts of anxiety. So uh, I was doing a little bit of reading, and something that can contribute to this is also upbringing as well, which I think that's part of the reason why sometimes I can be a perfectionist is being the oldest growing yeah, up. Yeah, I was about to say the same for me. Um, I just feel like being the oldest, not in a bad way, I was pressured to be a you good example. You just expected to, to know what the hell you do. Do it. <laughs> to just, do it. I don't do know it. how you going to do it, but just do, do it. it. You're expected yes. to be responsible. Yes. So I feel like for me, I never got no no shade to my younger siblings because that's just the order of, that's the, just how life household, went. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like I didn't get as many slap on the wrist with certain things as my siblings did because it was a, you know better or mm-hmm. you're responsible. You're supposed to have this together. You're supposed to know this. You're supposed to do that. So I feel like that's why I was also so studious in school as well Me because too. that's why I always cared so much about getting A's, A's, A's. And if I get a B, I'm stupid. If I get a B, you know what I'm saying? I feel you because my mom always expected me to Mm -hmm. be my best, which is not, it's not a bad thing, but she always kind of just, you should do your best. Mm -hmm. You should do what you're supposed to do. Be your best. That's kind of like the theme of my childhood. And I was like, if I, I felt like if I didn't, if she didn't feel as if I was doing my best, it's like a a, a talk. So why would you do that? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't it was always I need to have an answer on why mm-hmm. I didn't do my best. And when I look back at it, it wasn't to make me feel bad, but it was kind of to like evoke that change. Like, yeah. okay, so if you know you need to do this, why are we not doing it? Like, yeah. why are you not? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a child. <laughs> like, I, so I feel like even though it did create perfectionism mm-hmm. in me, it did. It does help you in a sense. You always expect the best, best so it yourself. helps with like self-worth yeah. it's just like i'm gonna do my best because that's what is it you expect the best from yourself yeah, and from other people and i feel like sometimes it can just turn over into yes. when you, you expect so much you over obsess it. over yes. being your best self that you cannot have flaws or you cannot mess up because yes. i know for me personally like i said in school i was very studious i'm a student like mm-hmm. i get a's i get a's I'm good at school. This is what I do. So it's like when I would get a B, like, and my mom asked me what happened. Any, I feel like any normal situation, not normal, but it's just like, I feel like for the most part, people are like, okay, a B, B is cool. Good my job. mom is like, what's up with this B, sister? And I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, what? I did best. I don't know. So I just feel like, I'm like, damn, I feel like I did my best, but it seemed like a mistake almost yeah. or a flaw to get a B. And so I feel like I was obsessed with getting A's, 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 A's. And I didn't give myself no grace when I did get a B mm-hmm. because when I did get a B, it was almost like a... Mm. Meanwhile, my siblings get a B, it's like, it's all good. I'm like, what the hell over here with yeah. me? So I feel like just being 
perfectionism kind of came from being the oldest mm-hmm. and being from the my first person to go to college as well that, that too like i was first gen. so it's kind of like you got to set that example. example i think that's more what it is just being a good example mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're the oldest you should know better you should be doing things correctly mm-hmm. right so they follow you and i feel like that just followed into adulthood and into work and, and just and came it out in into, different ways yeah, yeah and it turned into perfectionism in my work because i'm not in school no more so now no, you gotta find something to be perfect right that yes. exactly so i feel like when i'm filming content this maybe didn't turn out how i wanted to or i'm going places and like let's say i'm speaking i didn't say everything that i thought i should have said mm-hmm. or wanted to say and now i feel like i'm don't know what i'm talking about i remember yeah. i think the first time i really truly felt imposter syndrome is when i had uh my when i was in grad school mm-hmm. and my internship was i had to teach a class and so i was teaching undergrad students i was teaching them capstone which is basically one of the last classes they take before they graduated i remember the first few weeks i felt imposter syndrome so because i felt like i'm like they know that i i'm nervous i probably don't even know how, how am i going to teach them I'm, I'm still in mm-hmm. school like you know whatever i just graduated two years ago how do i know and i felt like i just got my nerves and i started doubting what i knew and I felt like they knew it. Yeah. I feel like they look at me and like, it's like a, mm, y'all know yeah. what you're talking it's about. about all you. in your head. Meanwhile, too. I remember I kind of chilled out because I remember one girl came up to me. She was like, um, you're a really good teacher. I like the style the way you teach. Like you do a good job at setting examples. And I think that's what I was like. Oh, okay. 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 Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah. Just a little bit. And I feel like more practicing with it, I started to chill out and I was more confident. Yeah. But I feel like I was just so scared that they thought that I was an imposter that I didn't know what the hell I was talking about because I was a grad student that I started doubting my own Mm -hmm. self and I feel like we do that in work as well yeah I do that I did that for sure even Mm -hmm. I feel like I fall back into that too when I teach it's like me being a group fitness instructor Mm -hmm. or when I do things like bands and brunch there's just like so many people in the room and it's like you just gotta teach you just gotta start talking this is what we're doing today da 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 Cause I was so obsessed with like messing, not messing yeah. up when I first started being an actual group instructor. Mm-hmm. I was like, and it was making me not be myself. I think that's what the perfectionism yes. is. You're so scared of messing up that you don't. That you be, be weird. Yeah. So I remember my mentor was like, Mia, are you okay? I was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm I'm good. Good. He was like, You just seem a little, oh. I don't know, <laughs> like dried. Or yeah. I was like. I, I wanted just, to cry. I was like, oh, I was my just going to say that when I feel like I have imposter syndrome, I get dry. I feel like it's hard to beat myself because just I'm so obsessed with not messing up that I'm like robot. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely agree. And I feel like for us, I forget how people view being you. Yeah. Like people actually, <laughs> I feel like that's why we started a podcast because like people actually look up to us. Yeah. And it's like they do view us as leaders. So I do appreciate when people do reach out. And tell me I'm inspiring or just, like, tell me something positive about what I said or what I did because I forget. You just get so caught up in, like, trying to reach success mm-hmm. and trying to grow and elevate that you forget that, like, you actually, you're doing really good right now. You yep. really are reaching people. And you really you're are helping a people. a good job. <laughs> yeah, it's like you forget. And I'm like, oh, y'all really be looking up to Y'all really be listening to me. It's like, when I post things, y'all really be reading my caption. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can, I kind of feel like I'm just talking to get things off my chest mm-hmm. when I post, just posting things that I want. I don't really look into like how many people did I inspire today? Yeah. It's kind of like just like whoever sees it will see yeah. it. But yeah. I definitely feel that. All right. Well, we got to perfectionist because I feel like a lot of people can relate. Yeah. So next type of imposter syndrome is the superhero, which is these individuals, 
individuals feel inadequate they feel compelled to push themselves to work as hard as possible so you're overworkers Mm -hmm. basically next is the expert these individuals are always trying to learn more and are never satisfied with the level of understanding even though they are often highly skilled they underrate their own expertise so i feel like these are the people who wants to know everything Mm -hmm. and if you don't know everything you feel like you don't know everything it's always room for learning I feel like we all grown in any field. Mm-hmm. I learn things from other content creators all the time. And I know Mia learns things from different trainers mm-hmm. and other fitness people as well. So it's just like, I think I had to become okay with not knowing everything either mm-hmm. as well. Like and it's just very learn. humbling. It is humbling. Like I don't know everything, but I'm open to being to educated. Relearning. So I feel like with expert people, I feel like they're not open necessarily. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I have to know everything. I have to know, and if I don't know everything, I'm inadequate. I don't. Yeah. I'm clearly not as smart as I thought I was. Um, next is the natural genius. These individuals set excessively lofty goals for themselves and then feel crushed when they don't succeed on their first try. So I feel like these are your um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Just really setting. <laughs> unrealistic things for yourself and when you don't achieve it you're just like you're devastated you're devastated especially on your first try it takes i feel like those crazy goals that we have those long long term type of things they really do genuinely take time Time, and constant effort so i feel like these are the type of people that try to do it the first time and it don't work out like you want and you're just like i'm a failure like yeah i don't do it and lastly is the soloist these people tend to be very individualistic and prefer to work alone Self-worth often stems from their productivity, so they often reject offers of assistance. They tend to see asking for help as a sign. So these are the people who basically like solo dolo. I don't need nobody. It's just me. I don't need nobody. It's just me, which I feel like we all need a little help Yeah. sometimes. And I feel like that can contribute to imposter syndrome because you may not know how to do certain things. You might need helping these things and you're not getting them done but your pride or whatever it is is getting in the way of you actually helping for people which i think that's something i used to struggle with not as much anymore i had to become more open of Mm -hmm. working and it's not even on a thing i don't work with other people i feel like i like to do things my way so it's, it's easier to get things done faster if i do it my way and i feel like that's how i used to move even in school with group projects yes I'll be like, child, let the me way, just do it and y'all just stand up here. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I felt, but it's just kind of like, no, you need the help of other people because you do not know everything at the end of the day. And it's always value with other mm-hmm. people's opinions or things that they know like that. So coping with imposter syndrome, uh, some hard questions, you know, that you might have to ask yourself, what core beliefs do I hold about myself? Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost like with Mia, just kind of the internal confidence mm-hmm. that you have. Do I believe I am worthy of love and praise as I am? Must I be perfect for others to approve of me? Which I feel like is the biggest one that a lot of us are seeming perfect mm-hmm. to everybody. And if you don't or you feel like you're messing up or you're not your best. So some things to help with dealing with imposter syndrome is sharing your feelings. close, uh, Talking to your close ones about how you feel. So sometimes we have these super irrational beliefs. Mm-hmm. about. I feel like sometimes we think people care a lot about certain things when they really don't like when you're walking around you just i feel like people are looking at me and i feel like a lot of times people genuinely actually don't we just Mm kind of get in our heads we get nervous so of course talking about these irrational beliefs we have maybe not in the actual setting at the time but maybe before if you're feeling a little nervous or after 
You know, I'm like, I didn't do as well. We have to talk about, would, yeah. yeah, talk about somebody. Or I didn't feel myself talking about it with somebody. I feel like me and Mia talked to each other about things. If we had an event or something that we did, we'll kind of recap afterwards and be like, yeah, I feel like I could have did this better. Da 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 da. So, mm-hmm. the, uh, focus on others. So try to help others in the same situation as you as well. I feel like it's another thing like talking. Just talking to other people. They people can literally be feeling the exact same things that you do. So like talking and finding some type of commonality in the things that you feel. Maybe if you are cool with other people who do a lot of events or the same thing that you do, training, teaching, doesn't matter. Just finding, you know, that thing and helping each other. Mm-hmm. Kind of having some because I feel like a lot of times a lot of self talk can be hard just because you just talk to yourself all day you're your own head so i feel like finding that commonality with somebody that struggles the exact same as you yeah helps um assessing your abilities you have long-held beliefs about your incompetence in social and performance situations making realistic assessments of your abilities write down your accomplishments and what you are good at and compare that with yourself assessment compare with yourself assessments not other people so basically just assessing your abilities writing down the things that you do well and the things that you can do just kind of reminding yourself of mm-hmm. you are that girl remember that uh take baby steps obviously you know um don't focus on doing things perfectly but rather do things reasonably well yeah. and reward yourself for taking action um it says for example in a group conversation offer an opinion or share a story about yourself so you ain't you're not perfect and just kind of i feel like taking baby steps is more like a going with the flow Type thing, questioning your thoughts as you start to assess your abilities and take baby steps. Question whether your thoughts are rational mm-hmm. or not. Does it make sense to believe that you are far out given everything that you know? So, this I feel like this is where the self talk come in. Questioning why are you doubting yourself? What is making you feel that you are incompetent? That you are a fraud? Stop comparing. Yeah, I feel like self comparison is yes. where you it really you, come you in. Really struggle, not yes. you, but like but yeah, you really people. can struggle. Because you start thinking about everybody else. Exactly. Stop comparing. Every time you compare yourself to others in a social situation, you will find some fault with mm-hmm. yourself that fuels the feelings of not being good enough or not belonging. Instead, during conversations, focus on listening to what the other pe- mm-hmm. person is saying. Be genuinely interested in learning more versus do you taking the time to compare. So, like, let's say if I meet another influencer, right, and they're telling me that they got this really big brand deal with i don't know walmart or something like that instead of me sitting there I'm like oh my gosh i'm not as good as her i haven't got this really big long-term brand deal with walmart i'm not as good as her I, my content may not be as good like no what i'm gonna do is sit uh, listen to her maybe take some notes down of how she got there how she reached out to them whatever type of things that i can take and learn from what she did so i can go back and apply to myself to be better versus i'm not as good as her because I did not do this Mm -hmm. specific thing. So now I'm not, I'm not a really good influencer. I must Mm -hmm. not be a good influencer because I don't got this going on as well. So I feel like self-comparison, what is it? uh, What is it? Comparison is a thief of joy or whatever Mm -hmm. the saying is going. That is, is, I feel like you feel really good about yourself. And as soon as you start negatively Mm -hmm. comparing yourself against others, that's when I feel like all your confidence go. Use social media moderately. Yeah, of course. That's, I feel like that that's before. another. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like that's a, a type of comparison thing. The overuse of social media may be related to feelings of being inferior to other mm-hmm. people. So again, you online, you see this person doing X, Y, Z, you just like, I'm not as good as yeah. them. I'm not where I I'm supposed be to be. There. Yeah, I must not be that good of whatever yeah. I'm doing because not that person. 
Stop fighting your feelings. Don't fight the feelings of not belonging. Instead, try to lean into them and accept them. It's only when you acknowledge them that you can start to unravel those core beliefs that are holding you back. So I feel like it's okay to acknowledge how we feel at the mm-hmm. moment, but dwelling them too long, I feel like this acting on them as yeah. well can really be, can make them last a last little bit longer, longer than yeah. we want. And refuse to let it hold you back. No matter how much you feel like you don't belong, don't let that stop you from pursuing your goals. Keep going. Fused, be stopped. <laughs> so keep going. You know, so that's my little wrap up there. So basically, imposter syndrome, I feel like everybody probably has experience from it where we feel like we don't belong we're not good enough to be there we're fraud we're incompetent we don't know the hell we talking about and i feel like a lot of it stems from comparing wanting to be perfect um being nervous Mm -hmm. as well things of that nature but no matter in what you do confidence is definitely a key and confidence definitely comes in within yourself you live in your own head yeah. all day. So what you tell yourself every day really matters. So I feel like building that confidence as you are doing things does take time. But I feel like it's that intentional. Something you're actively working, working on. Working on, yeah. trying to get better as So whether it's speaking, you're teaching, you're training, mm-hmm. you're artist, whatever. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Just remember that you got this and you will not be where you are if you were not that royal. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the first step is self-accountability yes you have to acknowledge that you struggle with these things mm-hmm. before you can overcome them exactly so, so just like it was saying it's okay to acknowledge your feelings mm-hmm. and how you feel but let's find solutions on having those feelings go or to listen to them versus mm-hmm. i feel like everybody a little bit nervous before you do something yeah but it's just kind of like let's find a way to lessen those nerves or lessen you comparing yourself or feeling the need to be perfect and things like let's find solutions to those feelings versus yeah. like Let's move forward. Let's yeah. not stay here. Yeah, let's not mindset. stay stagnant in yeah. and just sit in our feelings. Let's actually do something. So that way we walk around, we're confident. Like say you're being yourself mm-hmm. when you're doing things versus very much robots. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's end off with some life, life hacks. hacks. So to sum up everything mm-hmm. of today's um today's podcast mm-hmm. is you are a walking billboard. Put yourself, your best self forward and make good first impressions. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's important. No matter what you do, your impression, your first impression means so And that's what's going to make people want to come back or contact you again. Or Or just want to be around you. Mm -hmm. So we have three tips on how you can be your own walking billboard. Mm -hmm. You know. Okay. I just talked a lot. So, All right. <laughs> you got so number one, you are never overdressed. Wear an outfit that represents you and your personality the best. Don't be afraid to stand out wearing fun and bright colors. So be you. Yep. I feel like I've learned this from Bev because no matter <laughs> where we going, she gonna dress up or like she I feel like you've always been you always dress how you want to. Yes. And so because Even when of we were that, in college. I started because I started doing it because I'm like, I found myself waiting for you. <laughs> so I was like, well, I'm going to go ahead and like do myself up as well. And so like, I feel like us being friends, it kind of made me see the importance in that. Like not saying I was like mad about it, Mine but I was just well. like, well, you're right. Like, let's do let's dress up. Let's mm-hmm. we were literally we went to a small country town college. <laughs> We would be dressed up no matter where we went. We could be going to dinner. But people remember us. People remember. Y'all look cute. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> like, because it is, I feel like, confidence. Yes. Just exuding off of us. Because 
why be basic? Literally, why just... be basic when you can be extra? No, I'm you kidding. can. And that might not be everybody's personality. Yeah. But more of this is like, uh, especially if we're talking business yeah. wise, um, networking, dressing, networking, yeah. and type things like that. Going to events, it don't matter. Dressing what fits you, you not what you think you're supposed to look necessarily like, yes. supposed to look like, but representing what 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 do you look like? How do yeah. you like to? How dress? do you want to show your best self how do you want to show your that's the first thing people are gonna see you they're gonna see you in your outfit. outfit yeah and you want your outfit to speak so if you are a i feel like you if you like fun bright colors patterns wear that mm-hmm. you a neutrals type of person and you wear that, wear that yeah. as well so i feel like for me on a daily basis i wear a lot of neutrals but when i go do events or special things or i'm stepping out pop out i definitely try to wear more colors because i feel like Bright colors is more my personality because mm-hmm. I have more of a bigger personality and I feel like the neutrals kind of dim it yeah. down a little and bit. And if you don't know what to wear, I would just Google color schemes, honestly. Pinterest. And just find you know, Pinterest different too. like mood boards and mm-hmm. then go off of that. But if you dress how you feel the most comfortable, you're mm-hmm. going to be confident. Exactly. And I feel like that would help you feel less with the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. and just excluded because you're like i feel like i'm dressed as my best self i mm-hmm. feel like i'm dressed like me right now so when they come over here and they talk to me i'll go over there and i talk to other mm-hmm. people they are seeing beverly but mia is right i do overdress a lot for things and it's more of why like me so why be basic so even when we was in a small country town maybe we're going to a basketball game we're going to mm-hmm. uh the bar it don't matter i feel like i enjoyed my uniqueness mm-hmm. and standing out in a certain extent not in an attention way but this is me this yeah. is this is how i am and i feel like that just kind of crossed over into adulthood and mm-hmm. now finding even more of my style in a way mm-hmm. that i like it's to a dress. Way to express yourself and yeah. to show who you are exactly and that's first thing people gonna mm-hmm. see you said i'm oh girl that outfit and i feel like you just and you're gonna be wearing it if you mm-hmm. like it too. You're not just gonna be I'm walking around like you're gonna I'm be wearing it. No, you you're gonna be walking hey, literally yeah. in confidence. Literally walking in confidence in your outfits. Mm-hmm. So definitely find an outfits that best represent you as a mm-hmm. person. No matter what the color is, which what, what you like to wear, you like to be covered up, like show little arms, it don't matter, whatever. Yeah. Just show what's best fits you. All right, number two, don't compare yourself to anyone else. View other women as someone you can potentially collaborate with collaborate with not as competition so exactly. if you see my shirt it says women supporting women same so that's what same. it's all about don't be a hater because Please. these are the type of women it's like i do support women. even you haters i support y'all too i support that you will get it together <laughs> <laughs> don't be that person that's being a hater because i feel like in college we dealt with that Oh yeah, we would literally be dressed as our best self, and people will be hating and get looking at us. You got the people say, "Oh, you look nice." Yeah. So if you're a woman who can acknowledge someone else's you beauty, need, yeah, talent, whatever. anything, yeah, keep that up. If you're a woman who you have the first you see someone being the, themselves, and you just you like, hate, yeah. and you say something negative, and you criticize, stop, please. Work within and figure out how you can be your own walking billboard. Exactly. Instead of projecting your insecurities onto other people. Exactly. So is when you are looking to network with other people going places, this is not the time to be comparing yourself. It's not. This is the time to, to build collab. up. It's time to collab. When I see other women who either do the same things, maybe something different. It it literally does not matter. Just talking to these people, exchanging mm-hmm. 
numbers and social media and things like that this is and the thing is going to events and things like that have turned into collaborations and business opportunities for myself and for me as well because that's what it's all about is seeing other women like minded business driven go-getter women Mm -hmm. and wanting to let's put that together let's create something good let's collaborate let's do something together i'm not going in there to hate and oh she she got this and I don't. Yeah. Or, or look at them shoes. Look at this. Look, look at, at the shoe. Like, look no. at her hair. Da, da. No, this is a time to hype each other up, get yes. to know each other, collaborate, mingle. And even if you don't end up working together, it's just like this might be a means to an end for something else. Yeah. You might know somebody else that can collaborate. They might know somebody. It's, yeah, you never know what you, can happen. You never know. So when you are out and about, your events, networking opportunities, this is the time to genuinely get to know and talk other mm-hmm. talk to other women. This is like I feel like people naturally do compare themselves a little bit, which is normal to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. when you come in here, this is not the time to who's better than who, yeah. who's less than who. This is the time for it's a bunch of women in here that do different things. And even if somebody mm-hmm. do something similar to you, they they have something valuable that they hold and you yes, do as well. We all are valuable. Exactly. We can all help way. each other. So let's not even if you you could tear somebody down without even saying it out loud yeah, but like don't walk looks, around and yeah. tear somebody down don't even show up because i feel like <laughs> like with you like because you always stand out like we just see people look at bev and like and not in a good way <laughs> like y'all know like a, the whole stank face i feel like most people mm-hmm. they smile or like maybe give hey you a girl, compliment yeah, yeah but like you do have those few that you could just see the hate yeah and the thing is i choose to ignore them people yeah. because it's too much positivity in this world for me to be worried about somebody that's mm-hmm. mad about absolutely nothing. And I feel like you should feel the same way. You could be going somewhere and you feel fine, but there could be people uh, comparing themselves to you. You, mm-hmm. don't even, you don't know what they're saying. Like, say, see the looks, but feel yeah, the vibes or whatever. Don't let the look trigger imposter, imposter yeah, syndrome. Make you feel like, exactly. oh, like, maybe I shouldn't have worn this. this. Like, you know, no. Do I not I look as good as I thought? I wore like, no. Exactly. So it's just like people... Yeah. Even people you don't know would try to weirdly tear you down. Even if you are yes. at a women's supporting event, it's still folks out there that just be on some whatever that they be on. Yes. So it's like when I do get those stank looks, I'm not going to lie to you. To me, it puts fuel to my fire. I'm like, yes. well, I'm going to look good because she looks good. You mad. You yeah. mad. You mad. <laughs> like, that's what I be thinking to myself. Yes. So I want you to have that mindset. Yeah, and have that I mindset. feel bad or insecure because somebody looking at you. Don't like you don't belong. Yeah. It's too many women or people in there to work with, mm-hmm. collaborate with, have fun with, get to know. Because when we went to the, I feel like when we went to the Women's Day strategy, it was good vibes. Yeah. I don't think I got one bad anything from anybody in there. It was simply good yeah. vibes. All the panelists, we were back there talking. Empowering, literally. Very much Everybody empowering. was on a empowering I feel vibe. like everyone was like, the uh, panelists and the people, vendors, everyone was dressed like how they like how they are mm-hmm. i feel like represented them well just kind of randomly talking to people so that was a really good event mm-hmm. i i really liked that. i want to come with things yes. like that. i wish there was one like every week right all right okay. sorry we kind of got on a tangent but i feel yeah. like y'all needed to hear that <laughs> all right so number three be you you are your own secret sauce be genuine and show your personality just be Period. yourself like you were saying don't be a robot don't hello try to overthink my it name is Beverly have Coleman. this script <laughs> script in your head that you gotta follow yes just be natural. Let the conversation flow. Mm-hmm. Relax. I feel like the more relaxed you are, the more you can actually flow a conversation. When you're all worked up, it's giving short uh, yeah. and awkward. And like, it's like, uh, hey, so what do you do? Personal training. Mm. 
okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm a personal trainer. Yeah, I work experience. here. I do that, that, that. I feel like if you Complete more... Complete full sentences. <laughs> personal trainer. And try to ask Someone's people, like I was saying before, open-ended questions yes. to really get them to talking. Like if I ask you, how's your day? Oh, it's good. What did you do today? today. Yeah. yeah. Like, like oh, that. so you're a personal trainer. Oh, what kind of clients do you yeah. typically have? Oh, um... What do you specialize in? Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of answering, like I said, open ended instead of a yes, no mm-hmm. type of thing or one, two, three. Have that conversation in so quick. Literally, and you, everybody's looking at each other like, dude. But I feel like also, if everybody is very much themselves and relaxed, the conversation will kind of definitely yeah. carry itself. So, like Mia said, don't go in there, robot. Okay. You want to, you want people to see who you are for who you are. Mm-hmm. And people either going to love you or hate you. You ain't got, you can't do nothing mm-hmm. about it. But I feel like sales, you can yeah. have the perfect business plan. But, but if, if you're you not the best billboard that you yeah. can be being yourself, it's not gonna it's not gonna be beneficial because mm-hmm. people are just gonna be like okay, yeah. and they're gonna keep it moving. So definitely being genuine in yourself. Me personally, I think that's something that I had to work on. I feel like when I first, I was telling you that when I went to my first beauty con, I feel like I had a lot of imposter syndrome going on, and I was not being myself because I was newer to the content creation thing. So it was a lot of ladies in there who had more followers who had been doing it a little bit longer. So I feel like I was in there and I was like, damn, I really, I feel like I'm a nobody in here. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt basically when I was in there. I was just like, you got these girls that's doing this, this, and that. They've been, granted, it's people like Jackie Ina and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like still, I'm in here comparing myself. I feel like I was not very much myself because I was too busy trying to, here's my business card, da, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was stiff. So when I got to the second one a couple of months later, I was definitely more relaxed. Relaxed. I was actually in there talking to people, having a conversation, just taking pictures, like just having a better time and more being myself. And actually after that, that's when I had noticed that my audience had went up. I had got a lot of followers being out there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's because I was actually myself showing, showing my personality and being myself. I feel like I used to dwindle my personality a little bit because I know I can talk loud. I know I can be loud mm-hmm. sometimes and not necessarily like in an obnoxious way. It's just, just be fucking loud. I don't mm-hmm. know. So I feel like that's something, especially in grad school, uh, like remember I was telling my earlier videos, I did not, I sound different because I was doing a fake ass voice basically versus my videos because I wanted to seem like I knew what the hell I was doing and that imposter syndrome was making me not be myself. Yeah. So if y'all, I don't know if they still up there I probably got them to leave. Archive, archive. Archive, but um, some of my earlier YouTube videos, my voice sounds so different. I sound extremely proper. I don't sound like myself because I was trying to be somebody yeah. that I, I wanted to seem like everybody else that was doing it. I wanted to be just as good at them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have to talk proper. Like this, I have this, to, yeah. yeah, I have to be, I have to act just like this. So that way I don't seem like a fraud. And then I took a little break because I feel like I was not enjoying YouTube. I feel like I was pretending. If we yeah. being honest, even though the information I feel like was good, I wasn't being myself. So then when I came back, I felt like I was more just more lax, more chill. And I was like, you know what? And I realized that people actually liked you for you, you yeah. me for me, and not me trying to pretend to be somebody yeah. that I'm not. And I think that made content creation and events so much easier for me as Just time went through. on it's fun now it's, it don't it's feel fun. like work it's more fun i don't feel like stressed about trying to mm-hmm. seem perfect because the thing is i know i'm not and that's, that's literally okay. okay or i know i'm not like these super popular people that do this and that's okay so i know that i have a more boisterous voice mm-hmm. and 
things like that or i know i talk with my hands a lot i know i just got like a lot yeah, going on sometimes okay, but yeah. but that's okay and that's mean if you don't like it you I ain't got to yeah. watch it <laughs> and that's why that's same for me uh i remember the first video i ever made on my story mm-hmm. no my first ig live t- like whatever that shit is called ig live no my first was it ig tv yes yeah. i so that's when i was thinking i was gonna work with Jiju. This is oh, yeah, this yeah, like yeah, app, yeah, whatever. You yeah. still in Stephenville, right? Yeah, yeah. So they want I needed to make a video to get no. I was trying to do something like a, a online virtual class or something. Mm-hmm. I needed to do I want to do the video to talk about it. And when I looked at the video, my face, I was just like, Who are you? Was you I, uncomfortable? As hell. <laughs> like I when I looked at it, I could tell I was hella uncomfortable. I don't think other people could, but I was just like, Why was you acting like that? But I was nervous, oh, yeah. and I was just like, people are going to just, like yeah. you said, you just think about all these random, cri- like, criticize, cr- um, critical thoughts or yes. comments that people would think. But it's just like, you have the balls to get um, make an IG <laughs> yeah. TV. You have the balls to go live. You have the balls to, like, actually make a video, a talking video. Putting yourself out put there. A, you put yourself out there. And so if somebody got something to say, just simply, did you put yourself out there? You're yeah. putting yourself out there, and you can't. Put yourself in a box. Exactly. Because of what people think. Most of the time, anybody you can say nothing. You're going to, if you have something to say for the most part, I feel like you may say it out loud or maybe someone else, but yeah. you're not coming to me say it. So lately I've been, like, when I compare myself now, even to being able to talk on a podcast, mm-hmm. being on camera, like, that's something I never, I wanted to do, but I never thought I could. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, we got to stop boxing ourselves in and like lying to ourselves because we are afraid what other people will think so i think with me like you saying i think um something that made me like more cautious i'm not even gonna say i don't like my voice because i like my voice but i think something that made me more cautious is when i was teaching uh in grad school one of my professors she really harped on me on pronunciation she was like i had mm-hmm. an accent so she was like sometimes i wouldn't finish words or whatever it's just like Okay, niggas be from Texas, whatever, you know. <laughs> so it's just like, but she talked pretty proper, though, even though mm-hmm. she was from here. But she could have changed her voice. Who knows? Yeah. So I feel like that's another thing that made me be, because um, I feel like it was somebody, my teacher, who was a mentor that was telling me, hey, you need to work on your pronunciation, on how you present so people can understand you better. And I was just like, okay. So I do my fake voice while I'm teaching in class as well. So then I bring it over into yeah, my, my content yeah. stuff. And that's just something I had to be like, look, they either gonna understand me or not, or they gonna. I don't feel like, like you speaking not English. Yeah, <laughs> like like I'm, it's just it's just an accent at the end of the day. It's just a deepness and it's fine. But I think that's something else. Like I feel like I was boxing my personality mm-hmm. in because I was listening to yeah, somebody else and I was afraid that people careful. gonna be like, "What the hell is she talking about?" You know I what I'm like saying? That's why you gotta know yourself. Yep. Because when you don't know yourself, when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing, other people's opinion can really, really can make you. you shift all everything you're doing but when you do mm-hmm. know yourself she could have got you they okay <laughs> yeah and kept talking how you was talking because just like girl this is me i'm not i'm not gonna change me exactly to make you feel more comfortable this so, is me and you either gonna you either gonna watch it or you yeah. know whatever be cool with it or you just going on about your business and if somebody don't like it guess what it's a whole yeah. block button just be careful, cause I feel like family, friends. Yeah, and it can be people in real that life that you actually know for real. Can That's why I was like, it was a whole accidentally like, dim your one light. of my mentors that I don't yeah. think she was purposely doing it exactly. negative way. It's not an accident. I think she yeah. was thinking it was gonna help me professionally, which I understood. But I feel like I took it. 
You took to, it to heart. I took it to heart. So I was like, okay, well, clearly how I'm talking is not mm-hmm. like with it. So maybe I need to switch it up. So I'm fake talking. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when I started actually just talking like myself, I got so many people like, well, I really mm-hmm. like your voice. You got a good speaking voice. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. So definitely being yourself helps you flourish. And like I said, make you enjoy what you're doing more because you don't yeah. feel I got to be perfect or I got to yeah. be looked at like this. There's no pressure. No pressure. It's, less, it's definitely less pressure because you mm-hmm. just being yourself. <laughs> All right, yeah. So our three tips is dress how you want. Being a walking billboard anyway. Yes. Dress how what best represents you. Mm-hmm. Not compare yourself to others and being yourself. You are Gene. your own secret sauce. Sauce. Crabby patty sauce. Okay. But. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all. Uh, don't forget if you got any questions, you can leave them at asbevandamia at gmail.com. You got any questions for next week? Everything's anonymous. Don't forget to follow yes. us on social media at Unapologetic Melanated. I think, wait, on Instagram? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Y'all, I, I think it's, oh, it's unapologetically melody on Instagram. We got a lot Our of different name, names for a lot of different Because stuff. we have to, the email is like short and it's a lot going on. But unapologetically lot. melanated. And then, of course, our personal socials. All that's in the Y'all the already notes. follow us. You better. And if you don't, I don't know why you ain't. Yeah. That's some good content. <laughs> All, All right, right, y'all. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>